You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, guys, we're back from that quick break. And, Nick, I want to bring up something that Russell Wilson said yesterday uh, that wasn't about his State of the Union or his the offense uh, trying to get back on track. In fact, it's something that we talked about in our last podcast, which is Eli Manning coming after Russell Wilson, which seems like a theme. There's a lot of people coming after Russell Wilson, and, and we can dive into that next. But uh, for those that – don't know or who live under a rock, I guess. Uh, Eli Manning had a shot at uh, Russell Wilson on Monday Night Football during the Manning cast that said uh, that they should that the Broncos should have paid uh, their punter the two hundred and thirty five million dollars instead of Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson on Wednesday responded uh, saying that I'm three and against Chad Powers, obviously referring to, um, you know, Chad Powers, which is the character, I guess, that Eli Manning played in his I, I think it's his tv show isn't that is that right nick on espn yeah, that he does yeah his alter ego where he dressed up and tried out for penn state football so we have the we have the clip here from broncos.com why do even kind of former peers pick on you a little bit for fun? they know you can take you talking about chad powers <laughs> um yeah you know chad powers you know um i'm three and oh against chad powers you know um <laughs> You know, listen, I, I think that, uh, you know, that it's, uh, it's part of the game, man. We're just having – those guys are having fun, you know, and, and everything else. I, I have a lot of respect for Peyton and Eli and, and those guys. Those guys, I mean, you know, I've always looked up to those guys, so I'm not, I'm not stressing about it. Nick, what's, what's your reaction to that? I mean, I, look, here's the thing. I, I think that obviously him and Peyton and, and Eli are probably good friends, but I do think this speaks to a broader issue of, like, there's a lot of people – taking digs at uh, Russell Wilson right now. And, and it seems like Russell's handling it well for the most part. Yeah, he is. And, you know, people have come to call or uh, refer to uh, Russell as being, you know, really corny. And you can tell right there he does have a sense of humor. He does uh, listen. And if, if he didn't hear the quote himself, I'm sure one of his friends uh, told him about it. And he was prepared for that with that answer. And he's absolutely right. He is 3-0 against uh, Chad Powers, a.k.a. Eli Manning. And sometimes things kind of get out of hand and it's kind of in the vein of, hey, it's just a joke. But sometimes there's an underlying truth in that as some guys are now trying to take uh, former players, trying to take jabs at uh, current players. But Russell understands this. And, yes, things have not have been exactly the way that Russell has had them over the past couple of years, but it has become uh, really easy or low-hanging fruit, that is, nationally and even locally for people to attack Russ. And is he the guy? Did the, did George Payton make the right decision bringing Russ here 
why pay Russ the money that they paid him before the beginning of the season? And he was going to play. He was going to play the way that he's played thus far. Russell know how this game, how this games work. And I mean, think about when he was drafted. No one expected much out of a quarterback who wasn't six two. But he's been to several Pro Bowls and he's been to two Super Bowls. Yeah, and and Nick, I find I find this also odd because when when he was first traded here, like it didn't feel like there was all this hate or animosity towards Russell Wilson other than from, you know, Seattle fans, which I understand that, I mean, they're fans and, and, you know, they have the right to, to get upset, but it seems like it's just been like national media and, and fans from other teams just piling on. And I think it's this combination of like one, it, it hasn't gone as planned right through the first three weeks in terms of the play just hasn't been great. Um, so I think a lot of people are piling on that. I think number two, the, Broncos country let's ride was an all time corny, you know, meme moment. Right. And people love to, to, you know, uh, over, overplay that and, and continue to, to use it. Right. Uh, and then I think you have just this, this, all this stuff that goes on with Russell, where he is just, like you said, he's corny. I think we all agree. He's a great guy, but I think that people just love to gravitate towards piling on a guy because he's, you know, doesn't fit the personality of, I don't know, other, other star quarterbacks. Does that make sense? I, I just don't understand. I guess it's just a combination of all those things. And that's why people like to pile on him right now. And, and I, I guess the only way to get out of it is you go win, you go win, you go play great. Uh, and, and people will shut up. Well, yeah, George, that's the only way to do it. And, you know, some people call him uh, corny. I just say, you know, that's Russ just being him. And when we think about uh, the perception of what football players are supposed to be, what quarterbacks are supposed to be, and you say that Russell really doesn't fit into that mode. Sometimes you have to break outside of that mode. And, you know, I, I tell this to kids, and my, my own kids, when uh, I talk to them every day and kids, I, when I go speak to them, is that, man, it's, it's cool to be uncool, right? And, and you don't have to do everything that everyone thinks that you should do. At the end of the day, you need to be you. I mean, there's, there's so many other people doing themselves or trying to do other people. Just do you. And if individuals don't like you, for being who you are, then you know what? To hell with those people. And, you know, Russ is definitely one of those uh, individuals. You don't have to fit into someone, someone's mode of how they figure that you should be. Like, think about it, George. I mean, uh, sometimes uh, you think I'm very negative when it, when it comes to you. I don't know why. Uh, you, you think you could tackle, uh, you know, Javante Williams. Who am I to tell you that you can't? So, so if that is who you are and that's what you truly believe, then, hey, man, you know, believe that. And the same goes for Russell Wilson. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, and I didn't, I didn't mean it in, in a negative way that Russell doesn't fit the mold of some of these other quarterbacks, because the reality is, is there's a lot of quarterbacks in this league and, and, and it will not, I wouldn't say a lot of quarterbacks, but there's a lot of players in this league that aren't always great people. And I think that Russell is a great person. Like as much as he might be corny uh, or different than what people want him to be or, or uncool or whatever, however you want to define it, the dude's an awesome guy. I mean, he's at the children's hospital. Uh, he's a great leader. He's taking his teammates out to dinner. Like, I think he he's doing all the right things. So I, I think that while you may not like the Broncos country, let's ride, or you think it's really funny, or you think his new subway commercial is over the top, which it is, uh, but <laughs> the guy's still a good dude. Uh, and I think he means well in everything he does. And, and I, I, I think it was good of him yesterday uh, to kind of take that Chad Powers thing and, and take it in stride and kind of just move on. Because at the end of the day, Nick, uh, like I said earlier, if they go win football games and they go to the playoffs, 
nobody's going to be talking trash on, on Russell Wilson, or at least the people that are, uh, are people that are maybe jealous of him and, and jealous of what the Broncos got in him when they traded for him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Nick, one other guy that has also been a little bit in the media uh, and has taken some shots back and forth is Jerry Judy uh, with one Broncos ring of famer, uh, Hall of Famer, uh, Shannon Sharp. What was your reaction to that? I, I don't have the tweet pulled up because uh, I believe they it was it was deleted, but Shannon Sharp took a, a shot at Jerry Judy about, I believe, dropping passes, uh, and Jerry kind of responded. What was your reaction to that? Well, I anticipated it because uh, when I watched the game on Sunday night and then the play took place, I was like, well, that is going to be the narrative locally and nationally. As uh, people have said that Jerry is a bus and he dropped so many passes. And I, and I, and I thought that for me, uh, Sharp, Shannon Sharp, my former teammate, was way over line. Uh, as far as uh, saying what he said about, you know, Jerry Judy, everyone is entitled to their own truth. They have their own social media account. But it, it's become really easy to kind of, for, for former players, me being one of them, to attack current players. And, and that was just a little over the top for me. If you watch the play, you understand that, hey, I mean, the DB did a great job of sticking his hand in at the last moment to poke the ball away before Jerry could even put his hands on the ball. But, I mean, obviously, we, we know we're in the media business. You know, the negativity actually sells and being able to use Twitter as a conduit to create somewhat of chaos on Twitter and conversations between players. And more importantly, you have conversations between a guy who's a Hall of Famer and Jerry Judy, who's trying to make his mark uh, in the NFL. They both play for the Denver Broncos. And it's just like, well, that's a battle that you're not going to win because when you look at Sharp, Sharp has a great platform and he's going to constantly talk about you and all those things. So just go out there, and the best way to shut up Shannon and everyone else is just go out there and make plays. Yeah, and I think that you know I'm still a believer in Jerry Judy. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that he's a guy that again has has shown us through his career glimpses of being great, right? I think even that first Seattle game, right? I think it was four receptions, 102 yards, a touchdown, right? Um, that's the kind of Jerry Judy that the Broncos want and, and really need. Uh, but then the last two games, obviously, he's not played as well. Of course, he gets injured in the second game, uh, doesn't play a whole lot. But last game, two receptions, 17 yards. But you can tell that they're they're trying to get him involved. And I think that eventually he's going to have a breakthrough. It's the same thing with the offense, right? Eventually, he's going to find his groove. He's going to find his rhythm. And there's also going to come a game that teams take away Cortland Sutton, that they're going to say, you know what, you're going to have to go somewhere else with football. And I would assume that's going to be Jerry Judy that that steps into that place. So, I'm not too worried about Jerry. Jerry, are, are you Nick? Have you have you had any concerns with Jerry? I know that it's his third season, right? We're ready for him to finally break through. I, I, last year, I don't really count against him just because he was dealing with that ankle injury. I think he missed like six or seven, maybe eight games, uh, and obviously just didn't look the same the rest of the year. But are, are you worried at all about Jerry? And, and when do you think he, he can maybe break through? No, I'm not uh, worried about uh, Jerry Judy. I know Jerry is a very talented wide receiver. You, you just don't come to the NFL and forget how to play. The problem is, you know, once again, we go back to the offensive chemistry, working with Russell for the first time. 
how many routes are developed to get Jerry involved, to get him his touches. Because like you said, and we might see it this week with the Raiders on third downs or, or maybe even in the second to manageable plays, find out where Cortland Sutton is, take him out of the mix and force Russell to go elsewhere. And now that still is concerned because now you have Jerry. Uh, is it going to be Kendall Hinton? Uh, where uh, does uh, KJ Hamler fit into this? Montero Washington. So the Broncos are still trying to figure out that aspect of how to get those other guys involved. But I do feel that it would be criminal to have the talent of Jerry Judy and not get him the ball. And if anyone wants to say, well, they're not happy with Jerry because Jerry does is not consistent. He drops the ball. Well, Let's get him involved. Let's throw him more than 10 targets a game, and let's see how many of those targets he catches. And then we can criticize him. But until then, we don't know what we don't know because he's not being targeted as frequently as, as Corlin Sutton. Yeah, and I, again, we've, we've hit, it, hit on it a lot, but I, I just think that that they're on the verge of a breakthrough, um, and I, I really do believe that. I feel like I've kind of – Said, I think they're on one. I think th- I, I really do believe they're going to, to have one here soon. So I think Jerry's part of that. And, and you look, like you said, you have to try and find ways to get him the ball. They did the other night. It just didn't happen, right? The, 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 the DB made a great play there, tipped the ball away. Otherwise, that's a you know 70-yard touchdown pass. Uh, and we're talking about a totally different Jerry Judy, right? We're talking about can he be a pro bowler, an all-pro like type player. So I think that that's, it's one play here, one play there that all of a sudden changes the narrative. Uh, Nick, before we hit a quick break, I do want to talk just briefly about something you mentioned earlier, and that's former players uh, sometimes coming after current players. Why is that becoming more of a thing? I feel like that's becoming more of a thing recently. Um, and maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just younger and I just haven't seen it as much. But do you remember that happening when you were a player where you had former players, uh, whether it was you know guys that went into the media or not, that have been more critical of younger players. Has that always been something that go, goes on? And, and, and have you seen more of it maybe recently? Well, I mean, the critique from uh, veteran players to current players, that's always been in place. But uh, there wasn't social media the way that it is now. So now more veteran players are on social media and it gives them an opportunity to look at current day players and compare them to the guys that they played with or they played against. And if there's something that they don't like, they voice their opinion. Now, everyone's entitled to voice their opinion as we see on social media, but it's become to a point where it's become highly critical because the idea is that based on a lot of the bait shows that in order to get recognition, that that's something that you have to do. I mean, look at, look at our society itself. I mean, if a player does something is on the front page, but if he does, if he does some negatives on the front page, if he does something great, guess what? It's on the back page where no one sees it. So that is kind of a, had a trigger down effect with former players where they do that same thing. They feel as though they're going to get more clicks. They're going to get more likes. People are going to share whatever they're saying because they're being more negative than positive when it comes to today's players. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, obviously Shannon is, um, he's great and, and he was, he's an all timer. Right. Um, but I, I was a little surprised he'd go after uh, a Broncos player like that, considering he is an all time Broncos. Great. But I guess at the same time, I mean, Shannon has a job to do, and and like you said, he uh, he knows what drives traffic, right? He knows what's going to get people to watch his show the next day on Monday when he's yelling about it with you know Skip Bayless. So I think that it, it's all a part of that, right? Like that's yeah. it all drives ratings. Maybe we need to start doing that, Nick. Maybe you need to start 
just ripping into me, just being like, ah, oh, George is, George is terrible at his job. We can put that clip out there on Touchdown Denver. How about that? Nate? No, no, I, I would never uh, do that. I'll leave that to you. Your, uh, your examples of tackling Javante Williams. I'm just like, no, I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to sit back, put my feet up, and let George do it himself. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna start sending that. I'm gonna send that clip to Javante. And say, what do you think? And, and see if he can uh, see if we can maybe get him on the podcast to give us his thoughts on that. But Nick, let's uh, let's take a quick break and then we will dive into the Raiders and what the Broncos need to do to win this week. 